Hello and welcome to another week of Music Review Roulette, where each week we take a listen to three artists and we tell you what we think on the spot. Uh, this week we have a theme going on, and uh, Thea, what's the theme this week? The theme is women in music or female-fronted bands, so we will hear a little bit from the artists who are women, um, as well as give you some of our thoughts.
And that was Into the Ocean by the Madison Area Band Ritual Room. And uh, the band says that they really don't have a specific genre that they would classify themselves in. All of the different members, uh, which there are six of, uh, which is unique in itself, all come with uh, different musical backgrounds and inspirations. And I don't know, I would put them somewhere in the indie rock but i don't know there's some heavier elements in there too what would you yeah what would you say i'd say a hard rock band right just from this song i guess i haven't listened to the rest of their stuff but um i mean so evanescence of course comes to mind right away but then i heard some uh paramore as well yeah actually summer um the lead singer female-fronted band here, uh, mentions Paris, Haley Williams, and Paramore as some of her influences. Ah, okay. I was on the right track, I guess. She's got a very powerful uh, voice, um, just like with Evanescence. And, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not comparing them to that band, but what I like about this uh, group of musicians is all the different layers of guitars. You know, there's some rhythm stuff in there. There was some picking stuff in there. And then there's like some heavy wall of sound stuff. But you have Summer's voice that kind of soars over the top and really adds a nice feminine edge. I don't know. She's got a very powerful voice, but it adds a different element that kind of breaks up all of those loud sounds. You're right. There's so much diversity in the guitar playing like that solo was really crisp and clean and i really liked it but then at the end just like you said that wall of sound is almost like genty you know and it there there was a lot um going on in the song um and lyrically as well i really i think she did a great job with it too yeah so this song is is a true breakup song um and she talks a lot about how pop musicians Um, really help, uh, especially women, kind of find their way into the the music um, scene and become a little bit more noticed because everybody sings along to a pop song. Whether we want to say that we like pop or not, um, I have to say I am one of those people that likes a catchy melody, a catchy tune. Um, um, Although I have to say one of the worst melodies that I've ever heard in my entire life. Baby Shark? Yes. We just got a piano, and our son figured out how to play Baby Shark on the piano, and that is the worst pop melody I've ever heard in my entire life. But I digress. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have completely lost my thought thanks to Baby Shark. It's all right. We were just talking about the the lyrics and um, it being like a true breakup song, right? And she kind of wrote a little bit uh, about um, this, the the lyrics. I mean, um, so it's a really personal thing when Summer writes a song and she has to sort of go away in a safe space where she's alone and can really concentrate on it and um and it's funny because her her boyfriend who's the drummer wrote the music a couple of years ago and then they got together in a room and kind of worked out the structure and um they didn't have lyrics I don't think they even had a singer at the time and Summer joined later on and um she just you know 
killed it. She wrote these lyrics and I think they fit perfectly. Um, especially with this style of music, like you were saying, there's so much going on and she's kind of that glue that holds it all together. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, uh, I asked Summer, like, what are some of being, being a woman in music, what are some of her obstacles? What are some of her inspirations? Things like that. So obviously she shared some of her artists. Um, but when asked what are, what are some of her challenges? Uh, she said that she herself is her biggest obstacle, um, overcoming her fear of, you know, singing in front of people. Um, she has a very similar story to myself in that, you know, she studied music in college, vocal performance, singing classical tunes. Um, you know, she wasn't able to really experiment much with her voice and, um, you know, she's really kind of been discovering herself through writing these songs and performing. Um, and I was the same way. I had the worst experience of my entire life. Um, uh, my teacher told me that I should memorize this cello piece. I knew it. I knew it like the back of my hand. But I got on stage in front of all of the peers in the music um, you know, department, because we all had to sit and watch each other. And of course, I told myself I wasn't going to do it and I was going to screw up. And so guess what? Halfway through, I completely lost it. Um, I found a way to get back on, but it was the most mortifying moment of my entire life. Um, I knew that playing classical music was not my thing because, you know, I'm just that person. I don't like people to tell me what to do. So that's basically kind of what that is, is read music off a page and follow these dynamics and do these things. And there's not a lot of creativity in it. So I've really come to um, play music for myself. And that's how I kind of build my confidence over time, um, being in front of people. But again, I'm going off on a tangent. But I can relate. I can definitely relate to, to Summer and how she's um, now able to just explore her voice and really put herself out there and do, write the music that she loves and perform the music that, that she loves. Yeah, and in fact, they're playing a show here in Milwaukee at um, a really cool place, the X-Ray Arcade, and that is coming up on March 31st, and they're playing with Hotel Books, Comrades, State Faults, and uh, they're playing again at the X-Ray Arcade, and um, definitely check that out. It's uh, it's a Tuesday, so it's nice and early, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. I love how how they do that. And um, and it's all ages. And it's all ages, which is one of the very few places in the city uh, that you can go to an all ages show. And it's you know reasonably priced. It's it's an awesome place and a great um, lineup. Great lineup, exactly. Um, so thanks so much again for submitting. And with that, we'll move on to our second song of the day. Tell me what am I supposed to do when I'm conquered by the thought of you but you. You won't reach out. Frustration builds inside my heart. My peace begins to fall apart and I am plagued with doubt I, I've been trying 
Trying to put into words the way my thoughts are most like birds that can't, can't be caught. And as each one escapes my head, they start to pluck apart the threads, and I, I can't be fought. I've been trying to find my way. Slowly deconstruct this maze and start to pick apart my way someday. I'll be free. That was An Angry Woman by Andy with two eyes, a singer-songwriter out of Milwaukee here. And in this song, it's just very simple. It's Andy with her ukulele and some beautiful uh, backup harmonies in there. Um, just a couple of piano keys. Yeah, but very simple. Mm-hmm. It works really well. It works really well for um, all of those sounds together um andy has a very soulful voice mm-hmm. um she's one of those people where recently i got to see her perform live just her solo and she just has one of those voices that kind of commands the room everybody just kind of stops and uh, all eyes on her because she just has this beautiful soaring voice that has so much emotion in it um, and she controls it very very well she really does. Um, in fact, I think she doesn't need anything else but her voice, and <laughs> she would have uh, beautiful music. Um, but I love this arrangement, though. It's so sparse, and it leaves so much room to showcase her voice. And um, it's really cool. It almost reminds me, you know, Wes Anderson movies, right? 
this could totally be in a Wes Anderson movie. I totally see this in, in one of those. I mean, you just kind of get that imagery in your head when you listen to it, or I do at least. Um, but um, so the story behind the song, it's, it's another love song, but this was about um, a heartbreak, you know, a breakup. But she realized it's, you know, it's hard to be in love with somebody when when you're angry. Um, so she kind of realized, you know, like life was callousing her and getting her down and she was angry about that and, you know, other things as well, I'm, I'm certain, but, uh, it's, it's hard for somebody to love you when you're, you're constantly in, you know, an angry mood. Um, I can sort of relate to that. And I think, uh, I've been there before. And the, the thing is, to sort of turn that around. It, it t- takes time. I know sometimes um, that's not possible, though, just be it your environment or what you're going through. And, you know, maybe you need that space to to grow and, and you know, realize that, um, you know, this person maybe isn't helping you be happy or a better version of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Or you're, one person is changing and the other one is not. That's true. Um, then that doesn't work so well for relationships. It's all about, you know, being flexible and supportive of each other, depending on what they need. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think this arrangement works really well for this song too, because, um, it's really a self-reflection song. You know, Andy writes about how, um, she just was looking into herself and, and finding things that she needed to change. She was in denial initially and, um, you know, kind of convinced herself that, well, if other people would just be different then I would be. And, you know, um, so she's just kind of taking that control back of like, if I'm going to make a change, I need to do it within. Um, so a very beautiful song. This is off of her new EP um, that's out now called What I'm Good At. So find it on Bandcamp, throw her a few dollars her way, Um, find it on your streaming services, Um, and then go check her out live. She plays solo sometimes, um, but she also plays with a band. So it's Andy and the Bandy. Very creative, clever name. (laughs) Both have two eyes at the end. Um, But she'll be playing March 13th with her band at Twisted Path Distillery here in Milwaukee. Um, And March 20th, uh, she'll be up at uh, the Cold Shot in Appleton playing some great music. So wherever you may be in the state, go check out Andy. Cool stuff. Thanks again for submitting. With that, let's move on to our third and final song of the day. times of unusual circumstance find it hard to let a match no do is Feel 
like Eve and Adam We lit a fire Sat there for a while And all we do Is talk it through And was Like It Matters by the Madison area singer-songwriter Carol Lee. Uh, but Carol Lee, also known as uh, Sarah Prey, uh, started off in the Minneapolis area um, writing music under her name, um, and she's kind of floated around the Midwest, uh, but ended up in Madison and decided to use the name Carol Lee, uh, which is a combination of two very special women in her life her grandmother, Carol, and her mother, Lee. Um, so I really love that story. I think um, being a woman in music, uh, there's a lot of challenges up against us. It's very much a male-dominated um, you know, art, I guess, for playing out. And um, most bands, when you go to see, is a majority of male, if not all. Uh, so I love that these three strong females that we're featuring today are out there and uh, are putting their music out there and are getting inspiration from other women. Um, and in this case, Sarah is getting some great inspiration from her own uh, family, which is very special. 
Yeah, I really enjoyed this song. And in fact, <clears throat> there's a video that accompanies this song, and I would highly recommend it. It looks like a movie. It's so well done. I really love the lighting. And uh, we, we both kind of um, cringed. cringed a bit when, uh, when she plays the guitar in the water. Well, first it's raining first on the guitar. <laughs> and, then, and then it's in the water. And it's, it was uh, painful because I play an instrument made out of wood. So do I. But it was worth it because the video is absolutely breathtaking. Um, Sarah is a beautiful woman, but she's out in beautiful nature mm-hmm. um, and playing beautiful music. And so um, videographer did an amazing job of catch, capturing visually what I think that song sounds like. Yeah, so good. And, you know, I really enjoyed that guitar tone. I mean, I'm sort of a sucker for good guitar tone. And I I found out um, this was actually done by Sunvolt's Mark Spencer. And he plays the pedal steel and the electric guitar on there. So um, that's some pretty cool (laughs) accompaniment to have on your song, you know? Yeah. And for somebody who is, you know, so well known and a professional, you know, he, he could have gone crazy and added a million different, um, things to this music, Mm -hmm. but it is very tastefully done. Mm -hmm. Um, it really supplements the song and gives it some really nice color and texture. Doesn't he live, he's in St. Louis, right? Yes. And so, you know, Sarah said that the album itself took three years to finish just because of, you know, life and having a day job and then traveling back and forth between St. Louis and and Madison. And, uh, but she said it was definitely worth the wait and we would agree. Actually, tonight she is having her, as we record this, is having her uh, CD release in Madison at High Noon Saloon. So we are sorry that we are missing that. But she does have uh, some other uh, release album shows coming up. So on the 25th, uh, you can find her in Chicago at Uncommon Ground. Um, And then she's got a couple other shows coming up February 27th in Detroit. Uh, March 5th, she'll be in Champaign, Illinois, Um, quite a few different places, Iowa City, Dubuque. So please make sure you go see uh, her page, Carol Lee, that's C-A-R-R-E-L-L-E-E. Lots of Mm -hmm. double letters and double vowels. And um, so check her out um, and uh, make sure you go see her in a city near you. Yeah, it's really cool stuff, and make sure you check her out on Spotify. Um, most of, I think all of our artists will have their stuff out on streaming platforms, be it Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you stream your music. Um, so definitely support them. What's better is go out and see a show, like Thea said, and uh, because 100% of that money goes direct to the artists, where with your streaming dollars, not, not much of it does, really. <laughs> Right. It supports in a different way. In a different way. But what impacts artists the most is when you buy their merch and mm-hmm. when you buy their album and when you go buy concert tickets to see them play. So getting back to our theme of today, women in music, these are all um, very different um, 
women in in different genres of music but having that that common theme today um do you think that's even you know bringing up women in music is that sort of um something that that is taboo in itself is that pointing out the issue does that make it an issue do you know what i i mean uh separating women from men aren't we all just people or do you think maybe that's a very male-centric thing to say (laughs) well that's a loaded question um i don't know i would say you know being a female in music i very oftentimes am the only female on stage in an entire you know three band lineup um on a show. I can tell you as someone who does music booking, I purposefully, when we have songwriters in the round, make sure that I have at least one female artist because otherwise uh, it just, it adds some more diversity, diversity and different uh, color, I guess, to the different musicians and makes Mm -hmm. it interesting. Otherwise it's kind of like, you know, our, our host for, uh, the songwriting series that we we do, we we've had a couple where it's been um, all male, and she always refers to it as a sausage fest. So <laughs> not that that's bad, but it just makes it a little bit more unique and different. Um, and I would say it is more challenging to be a female. Um, so let's think back to you know music in general. Right, you have to have the right look. You have to have the right sound. Um, I think it's intensified for women. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, I saw an interview with Tori Amos one time, and she said, you know, men sort of age in this way where they they take on, um, you know, uh, sort of that salt and pepper look and a more distinguished look. She's like, women don't age that way. And in music, if, if you, um, if you are over say 50, 60, she's like, it's, you know, I can't really go out there and put myself out there. Like, like I do because she's very, I would say sexual and sensual in the way that she performs. And when you get past a certain age, that doesn't really work anymore. And I thought, you know, I think I do see that double standard there a bit. Um, but then again, males as well. I've seen it too. Ageism, just in general, um, maybe this is getting away from the topic of sex, but when you're over a certain age, just people seem to not, want to play music for one and then also um, don't get those opportunities um, in playing different venues because there is sort of an ageist elitism which maybe I think both of us at one point maybe partook in and uh, you're just sort of close-minded in a way but I do feel um, with women especially there's definitely I, I see women are more viewed as almost sex objects when they're on the stage because you're there displayed to be looked at and listened to. And unfortunately, I mean, I think men, um, that's, you know, sort of the way that, that men are built and, and what they. Yeah. Jerk. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, I, it's, but you know, it's what's instinctual, really, you know, but you know, what's really impressive is mm-hmm. when you get, a woman up on stage who is confident, 
Mm-hmm. Like, you have to admit, isn't that sexy as hell? Oh, yeah. When someone is confident and gets up on stage and they put everything out there and perform and, um, you know, are emotive and... And I, I don't, I personally, I like to see musicians like in the background, like a drummer, a guitar player, a bass player who isn't that front woman, who isn't, who's sort of in the background. That's what I really like to see. Because you see women usually as the person in the front, like leading the band, and that is powerful. But I just really like to see, see the variety in sexes and races too, I'll be honest. Um in an actual band making music together. I love having diversity in bands. I think that really, it's almost like a gimmick nowadays. Ooh, we've got a girl in our band. (laughs) Not girl, woman, you know what I mean? But it's, and that does attract a different type of audience almost, you know? I think it helps maybe encourage girls to say, hey, you can do this. This is something that um, if you want to pursue, you can. Well, and there's a lot more groups out there now that are promoting girls and women in music like Girls Rock. It's a camp where whether you played an instrument or not, they encourage girls to um, come to the summer camp and play in a group with other girls and perform and just get that experience. And there's... um, what is it? Women's rock, women rock. Yeah, camp, where and us adults, fem fest, where it's all um, focused on fabulous females in music, and so you know, going back to um, back in the day, there was Lilith Fair. There were some other things. So I think there has been a presence um, in the past with that, but I think there's just more opportunities now. So I love that. You know, women are out there and doing what they love. Everybody should. You are right. Every, you know, every person who enjoys music and creating art should be able to and be encouraged to write music and perform, um, whether you're female or male or whatever race you are, whatever age you are. Um, That's what makes it beautiful. That's what has always drawn me to original music is the ability to be able to create and express yourself your own way. And when people like it and enjoy it, that makes it even 10 times better. Yeah, to go beyond that, I don't think anybody has to like it. You've just got to enjoy and be true to yourself and express yourself. Who cares if people like it? I mean, that's an added benefit, of course, but that's not why I don't think that's not why I do it. That's that's not why you should do it. Yeah. You know, you should, and the people that do it long term are those people that want to do it and need to need to do it and need to express themselves, and that's their outlet. Um, Yeah. Sorry, (laughs) we've kind of went off on many different tangents, but we do appreciate um, our our guest today and these lovely, beautiful women who are writing uh, lovely, beautiful songs and. Really encourage you to go out and check out all three bands who submitted today. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. And if you have a song you'd like to submit for our show to be reviewed, please email us at musicreviewroulette at gmail.com. Or a topic in music that you would like us to put a show together or discuss on the podcast. Yeah, we're going to try to do these topic shows. I think that would be fun. 
It's a great idea. Um, and also, um, check us out on uh, Stitcher or iTunes or Spotify. Uh, make sure to subscribe. Uh, thanks to the Shop FM for putting out our show. Thanks to Rock on Milwaukee for also playing our show. Um, if you have um, lots of paper you'd like to destroy, um, Thea actually has a big incinerator. She will take all the paper products you've ever owned and incinerate them and uh, makes them these little paper balls that you can throw at your kids. Um, you'll have um, lots of kids having fun with these paper balls that are incinerated from papers of uh, papers past. It's a really weird idea. She's trying to make it happen, folks. Please help support her. Try to make this dream come true for Thea. Also, she'll do your social media. She'll do um, all your concert promotion. She'll make your band as cool as it totally can be. Um, she'll also play cello at your funeral or wake. And she'll also uh, play at your kid's birthday party. She's desperate, folks. Please help her out. Uh, so that's Hello Cello, M-K-E. Um, on Facebook and she's soon to have a website as soon as she finishes it in about a year or two from now. Um, thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye.